Founding member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Doobie Brothers, Pat Simmons, joins us right now. You have seen, well, everything as the only and longest tenured member of the band. You've seen people come, people go. You've seen the hits. You've seen the good times and the bad times. I haven't done anything as long as you've been a member of the Doobie Brothers. (laughs) Well, now you're making me feel old. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, including being inducted Um, into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame just a couple of years ago. I know that meant a lot to you. it does, and um, you know, I'm just glad to still be standing here after all this time. You know, we've been uh, been doing it a long time. I I you know, love I love what I'm doing. Um, this uh, fabulous band, you know, I mean that I've been privileged to be a part of for all these years. Um, I can't say enough good about it. It's just it's what I always wanted to do. You know, I, I always wanted to play in a rock band, and uh, here I am. You know, fifty plus years later playing with these guys i got kicked out of plenty of other bands before i got into this one so. <laughs> well and you, nobody knows the level of success they're going to have with any endeavor let alone a band and you mentioned you were in other bands before you helped found the the doobie brothers have you had really a chance to look back at the amazing success the album sold the rock and roll hall of fame and and just the history of the band and everything you've accomplished yet or, or are you still just moving forward certainly moving forward um you know tommy and i tom johnston and i wrote a book eh, i don't know about a year and a half ago something like that it came out um it you know there had never we had never uh written uh uh autobiographical you know outlook of the band um you know i i was thought i would myself i never did it and finally um i was prompted through a mutual friend to uh put something together and, and he came and said, you know, if you're going to, he was a, he's a writer. And he said, uh, if you're going to do a book, it'd be great for you and Tommy to do something together. So we sat down and, and the two of us uh, just started reminiscing about, you know, our, our lives and the band and so on. And we put together this autobiography. It's called long train running. And it looks back, you know, we, we really took a hard look at, at uh, and mainly it's about our careers. We talk a little bit about our personal lives, but, you know, most of it is is kind of a, a view of, of the band, the founding, and, you know, the, the records and the music and, you know, the motivation behind it all. And uh, anyway, we wrote this book. And so that was kind of a look back, as you were uh, you know, referring to, and really, it was uh, a lot of fun because, you know, you look at your career and it's it's one thing, but then you look at the crazy experiences that, that you had as you were going through through that. And, uh, you know, we had definitely some funny uh, stories as well. So, you know, but, uh, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I do look back on it with fondness and, uh, and, uh, and at the same time, I'm I'm really at this point I'm looking. We did that. Now I'm looking forward to you know what comes next. Pat Simmons of the Doobie Brothers is with us. When you guys took kind of I guess a pause in the '80s, there did you have supreme confidence the band would get back together like you did in '87? I didn't really, to be honest with you. You know, I stayed in touch with all the guys. We have a friendship beyond the band and, and the music. So, you know, we got together uh, like once a year. We got together and we did uh, benefit for uh, the Stanford Children's Hospital, Lucille Packard Stanford Children's Hospital up in Palo Alto. And uh, we did that every year. We hung out together and uh, played for the kids and the 
some of the caretakers there at the hospital. Uh, we did that every year um, for all through that time period that we were uh, took a break and. I don't think we ever really, are, you know, speaking for myself, I never really thought we'd get back together and start working again. I kind of thought, well, we, we did that and kind of went beyond it. And then um, years later, um, our drummer, Keith Knudsen, got, put us all together to do a benefit to support a, a veterans uh, group. And we went out on tour with, like, all the members who had ever played in the band, almost everybody. And... Uh, we did a series of shows, about 10 or 12 shows. We enjoyed it a, a lot, but again, I wasn't really thinking about anything. And, and our old producer, Ted Templeman, came to one of the shows and he said, you know, you guys should put the old band back together, the original guys who did, you know, Toulouse Street and The Captain and Me and those early records in mm -hmm. the early 70s. And um, you should do a, a, another album just for old time's sake. So we did. We put the band back, that particular band back together. We went in and made a, a record called Cycles, and it was, you know, saw a certain amount of success, and and we enjoyed doing it, and that was kind of it. We started playing the, together again, and uh, I don't know, there's something about it that was more fun. I think we were more mature. Uh, we were, you know, had our heads a little more in place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Certainly, we weren't nearly as, as crazy and immature as we had been earlier, and Mm -hmm. So it kind of uh, was easier and more fun, and we've been doing it ever since, and that was like 30-plus years ago, and here we are, you know, on the road again, <laughs> as it were. Thank you, Willie Nelson. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it, it's been really good. You know, now that we're, we've been back playing, we've made numerous albums, and uh, so new music uh, all the time, we're working on something new right now so it's rewarding and it's for its own sake just to play with it together and and enjoy what we're doing so we you know we'll do it as long as it's enjoyable and we're having fun and you know the fun never ends <laughs> speaking of the 80s the coolest thing that i found on the internet today was you doing an interview with dick clark on american bandstand 1983 uh -oh. <laughs> yeah i still have those pants i was just looking at them uh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Do they still fit? <laughs> no. <laughs> so any band that has been together as long as you guys have, of course, is gonna like, their sound itself is going to change. You know, from beginning to end to current. You with different lead singers and different vibes. Is there a certain era of the band that the sound that you thought was like the best, the purest? That's it's what really represents you guys the best. Right now, today. <laughs> I like it. Good answer. Um, we basically have, uh, you know, myself, Tom Johnston, and Mike McDonald. I would say, you know, arguably Tom and Mike are the more the voice of the band. You know, I've had, been lucky enough to have a couple of songs in there, too. But so we're still doing that. You know what I mean? Uh, Tom and and which is kind of cool uh, at the moment, you know, because in the past it's been, you know, it was Tom and I for years and then Tom left and then Michael came in mm -hmm. and uh, so you know the sound changed you know for you know more Tom more Michael and now we have all three of us together playing and you know we're working on this uh, new project we had done a little of that in the past this uh, album we're working on is is more the three of us uh, working together so um I, I think that'll be an interesting moment, at least for the for the hardcore fans that people that are still alive. 
(laughs) (laughs) We'll uh, appreciate that, I think, anyway. Now, you lived in Hawaii for a time, right? I still do, yeah. I live in Maui. Do you? It must be devastating to see the fires, and how close were you to it? It's the worst thing that ever happened to the island. Um, I, it's on the other side of the island from from where I live. Um, I live on the more on the windward side. This is on the on the leeward side um, where Lahaina is. Uh, it's been just horrible. I can't even. It's hard to express how terrible and how devastating it is to uh, to the residents everywhere. All all of us. It doesn't matter whether it was you know. Well, it does matter because the people that lived in Lahaina are uh, it's experiencing the worst things that yeah. uh, you know a human being could go through right now. Um, it has been devastating for the island. Uh, that being said, you know we uh, I, I speak for myself on this, but we still want people to come and visit. Um, you know, the town of Lahaina is no more; it's gone. Uh, there are the you know resorts and so on on the island where people come. Uh, tourism is the lifeblood of Hawaii, of, of Maui particularly. So, you know, I think um, I can speak a little bit for many of the residents. Uh, we want people to come with with respect uh, in their hearts mm-hmm. towards you know what people are enduring, but. Yeah. Uh, to, to be supportive of, of of the island, you know, it's, uh, it's important, I think, to have people to still come, and people will, I'm sure. I know Mick Fleetwood, who had the restaurant that was burned, he's already talking about a, a charity concert, and that's, I'm sure, something you'd be probably interested in participating in. I We've been talking about that, uh, you know, I've been in touch with Mick. Uh, I'll mention something that, uh, you know, is in the works anyway, uh, I, I wrote a song, uh, Mike McDonald, myself, and um, the producer, our producer, John Shanks, we wrote a song commemorating uh, Lahaina and uh, the island that uh, we're going to release, um, and all the proceeds are going to go t- towards, you know, helping to the, the relief efforts there. Um, and Mick's going to play drums on the, on the track. So uh, yeah, that's something in the works, and then um, we're hoping to have some, uh, you know, some national, ho- hopefully or perhaps a telethon type uh, fundraiser mm-hmm. for uh, for Lahaina to rebuild, you know, help rebuild the yeah. town and uh, help the victims. Um, so a lot of things are in the work. There's a lot of moving parts right now, but uh, I know I know that. Uh, all the musicians uh, that you know lo- love uh, Maui and Hawaii will be participating, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll be one of those groups for sure. And I know Americans everywhere are looking forward to helping to support that effort, and we're looking forward to hearing that song as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's a good. I think it's a good song. You know, it's not. Uh, it's really kind of more of a looking back at uh, at uh, what Lahaina has meant to to all of us in terms of uh, you know I think probably more so many people have uh, come to to Maui uh, you know on their honeymoons and vacations and things and uh, most people have have walked the streets of Lahaina and, and felt the 
you know, that aloha spirit, and, and it, it is a real thing. It, it's something that's uh, kind of mysterious, but uh, there is a, a warmth and a welcoming that, uh, you know, Hawaii has had for, for all of us um, that have spent any time there. And, uh, you know, so, you know, the town will rebuild, and uh, someday, you know, it'll, you know, we'll be walking those streets again. So, yeah. You know, we, we hold it in our hearts. Pat Simmons from the Doobie Brothers, we appreciate you taking some time and sharing your thoughts with us today. And, of course, looking forward to the show at the CCNB Amphitheater in Simpsonville on September 6th. Thanks for talking with us today, Pat. Hey, thanks, you guys. Really appreciate it, Rick. Thank you.